yeah, it's not for everybody. And if, if you, if you go in there and like, you just try to half-ass it, like you could lose a lot of money. I think pay-per-click is something that you really should understand. Mic check. I'm good. Mic check. Mic check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. So we have a new episode right here of the Online Hustlers Podcast where we're going to focus on REI marketing and conversion. Uh, why? Because we love real estate entrepreneurs. We love real estate investing. I'm a real estate investor myself, and we're going to make sure that we spit some nuggets and hemp. We're going to put uh, diamond players type here in this podcast. And today, what we have is someone that is an expert and someone that absolutely crushes it in the pay-per-click game. Uh, this is Google AdWords. This guy also comes in from the headquarters of Carrot. Uh, shout out to Trevor Much. Um, I hope that I'm not butchering his name, but... Uh, this guy it comes in on, on the heavy hitters of the online marketing game because they are taking care of uh, a large pool of real estate investors and wholesalers. And uh, so today, what we have here is we got Tim. Tim, what's going on, man? Uh, you are uh, part of the team, one of the best teams in the real estate investing side for online marketing, online marketers. And we'd love to have you here to chime in to every single one to learn from you. Thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm an open book. So bring the hard questions, man. Let's do it. I love that, man. As you know, so this podcast is going to focus on helping uh, online entrepreneurs, online hustlers in the real estate investing side and wholesaling. Uh, we're going to bring in a marketing. We're going to bring in here a conversion. We're going to be bringing in here a business structure, uh, any type of anything that will help real estate investors and wholesalers that are at any point of their business to make uh, their true smart decisions about the growth. And uh, you got here as something that a lot of people in the advanced world actually do. And they are doing uh, PPC. Uh, they are doing PPC pretty often. They understand the value of PPC. But first of all, uh, we're talking about advanced people. But if we go back, man, we have to, of course, explain to people that never heard of this or or not even don't even know the benefits of doing PPC lead generation for their their wholesaling game and real estate mm -hmm. investing game. But before that, man, I really want to understand your background and how did you even come in here to add such a tremendous value to people. And uh, I, I don't understand why are you still behind the scenes, man? I don't understand why people <laughs> don't know about the, the team, uh, the team Opel. And uh, I want to understand here, man, uh, what's your background, where you come from? How did you even get to add so much value? So tell me, tell me, Tim. Yeah, man, let's, let's get into it. So um, I've been in the business 
about six years. So my first job out of college, I actually worked at Gannett. So they own USA Today. They're like a big newspaper company. Um, so I worked in the digital marketing space there. That's kind of how I learned about Google ads and the power of online marketing. Ended up getting laid off from the job there about a year and a half into it because it's a newspaper company. So what do you, what do you expect, right? Um, yeah. So at that time, I um, I was interning. I basically, I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? And probably 80% of people who are in this business got started from that book. Uh, I'm no exception to that rule. And yeah, basically read the book. I went on my local RIA group and I started spamming everyone, say, hey, I'll work for free. Uh, teach me you know, how to do it. So ended up getting into it that way and uh, found someone who took a fortune builders course. They paid like 30 grand for it or something ridiculous. And they gave me access. So I learned about wholesaling and uh, yeah, basically I was doing it on the side. And then once I got laid off from my job, uh, I decided to burn the bridges and and do wholesaling full time. Uh, so I was in Delaware whoa, whoa, at the time. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got laid off of your job. I what got laid off from there? my job. Well, I, you know, I, they shouldn't have laid me off. I was like one of the few people who knew what a browser was. You know, they, everyone was like relics there. And I, it was just like a dying, a dying company. Uh, it's a newspaper company. So, you know, I'm a little salty about it still, but it ended up working out for the better. But yeah, they just laid me off because, you know, they were laying, they probably laid off two thirds of their staff, right? Because no one when was going to buy classified ads. This was, this is about six years ago. Yeah. Six years ago. Okay. Six years a lot ago. of people, a lot of people got laid off last year um, because of COVID. Yeah. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people had to go in and uh, uh, go and try things like wholesaling uh, and, and, and actually get into online marketing as well, whether, you know, that's for serving others' businesses or serving your business. So it's really relatable here, but then you start to go uh, wholesaling into into wholesaling. Explain to me that process, man. Uh, you going into wholesaling? Yeah, man, it's it's stressful to be honest. You know, um, I remember I I found someone who actually reached out to me, an intern, and I remember sitting down at Panera with him. His name's Connor. Um, shout out to Connor, and he. I basically told him, I was like, Hey man, look, I'm trying, I need, I need help here. I need someone to like help me with band of signs and stuff and get the ball rolling. And and I'm on unemployment right now, you know? So, um, I was basically, you know, doing, and I'm sure a lot of new people can relate to this, just trying everything under the sun. So postcards, uh, you know, probate lists, like paid lists, like band of signs. I was trying everything just to try to get, get a deal. Um, and I was putting everything on my credit card. I didn't have like any money at all. Cause all my unemployment was my like rent, rent, you know? So um, yeah, it was pretty stressful and then ended up getting a deal through, um, B Bing PPC actually. So I, I got a GoDaddy website and, uh, I started doing Bing ads. Uh, this is the last time I ever did Bing ads to be honest, ironically. Um, and, uh, yeah, I ended up getting like a seven K deal. And then a couple months later, I ended up getting an $11,000 deal from Google pay-per-click. And basically from there, I was able to keep doing it full-time for Man, what was in your mind when you started doing it, even being PPC? What what, what what were you trying to accomplish? Because you, you came with the background on advertising. Right. Uh, but a lot of these gurus, lessons, teachers, uh, trainers, uh, courses, whatever that is, they all are going to tell you to start doing uh, cold calling. And they're going to tell you to start doing SMS marketing or direct mail, okay? Right, and, right. And, and you, you're coming in here with uh, with another uh, flawless way to do things. Bang, mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're looking at Google, what 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 are what are the, really the benefits that you saw at the time or wh where were you in that stage to make you do that decision, make that, make that decision? Here's the thing, Esteban, like 
people are pushing cold calling and direct mail stuff. And those things work. They do work. But I personally feel they're pushing a lot because it's easier to sell courses and coaching programs for, right? Um, people, it's harder to sell a pay-per-click course because it's hard to understand. I think a lot of people just don't understand it. That's why it's not talked about very much because it, the gurus just don't get it. And it's hard for them to sell a course on it. So, you know, from my perspective, it works just as well, actually better than a lot of other uh, marketing channels. But people don't know about it because it's there's no incentive to really talk about it too much. Um so for me, when I got into the business, just thinking of like general business principles of how can I stand out apart from the competition? Because there's a dozen other Tims in my market trying to do the same thing as me, who are broke guys trying to make something of themselves, right? So I know for me, I had a digital marketing back background. And a lot of people, at least where I lived in Delaware, um, a lot of older people and you know, everyone, again, everyone was doing bandit signs, direct mail, like no one really understood online marketing as much. So I, for me... I was like, hey, this could be my one way to set myself apart and, and not compete as much with other people uh, for deals. Because as, as you know, it's competitive, right? So uh, it was a kind of a no-brainer for me. It's not, it wasn't necessarily easy to get into it. And I'm happy to dive into like actually executing it. But that's why I decided to, to go into it and, and start having success. I absolutely love that, man. But at the time, where did you dominate the art of understanding how to do a wholesale deal, how to get a property under contract, negotiate a, a good, you know, a good offer or, or like you, you took your, uh, you took right away that approach from the very beginning. Like, did you, did you do it? Do you, at what point do you do it? Do you start implementing it? In terms of like my development process of like learning uh, yeah, business? Lear yeah. Learning the actual PPC for your business that you were starting out on wholesaling. So when I when I got started and I, I always forget this, but when I when I moved to Delaware, I didn't know like the contracts and that stuff. I found someone in again another local rea group. Um I, I ended up finding him, his name is Darren, and I partnered up with him. I said, Hey, for my first deal, I'll split it 50-50 with you. Even if it financially doesn't make sense, just like show me how to do it. Uh show me the right contracts. He wholesaled a few deals. And that was it. I was like, the wholesaling itself is the easy part, you know, it's like really not that complicated to uh, get the contracts and get the title companies and stuff. And, you know, my perspective is I'm not like a great sales guy. I'm, I'm not. Um, but if they, if they're motivated, like the definition of a motivated seller is you don't really have to sell them. They're just kind of there. Um, so I didn't, but you do have to try, uh, try to talk to them. Don't expect that these people yes. are looking, uh, are going to, uh, set apart sometime in their agenda or their calendar just to call you because they probably have other priorities. They're not the priority. So you still have to be able to call them, uh, even though they're motivated people, and get them on the phone because they don't even yeah. know where the call is going to come from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to you have to show up. You have to show up and you have to answer the phone. For me, for me, it's like half the battle is just showing up and being there when you know when they call you. And like you, you can call like eighty percent of the bandit size in your market. And I guarantee you, people won't pick up the phone. Like it's going to be voicemails. And like you know, what are these people doing? So. You got to show up. You got to you got to be ready. But I just mean like when you're at the property, if they're motivated and and if, if you don't have a ton of competition, it's not that hard uh, as long as you understand the numbers. And I had a partner with me who basically I was like, hey, I'll just shadow you. This is how I'll learn it. I did one or two deals with him and then I was on my own. It, it really wasn't that hard. The hardest part is, as you know, finding the deal, which I'm sure the pain points for most people. So you were actually taking the phone call first, a phone call with uh, people would they call you or you, they would submit it for them and then you have to call yeah. back? So 
everything I had went to a Google Voice number. Originally, when I first got started, I went to a voicemail, actually. So I was one of those guys who actually didn't pick up the phone. So I'm you know, I didn't listen to my own advice that I'm saying now, but that's what I did. I mean, it still worked. Um, so they would go, I would get a voicemail and then Google voice would, um, I think text or email me the voicemail. So I'd get a notification that, Hey, got a voicemail came in. I listened to it. Uh, and then a lot of times you can tell if they're motivated or not just from the voicemail, uh, or if they didn't leave a message, like you just call them back right away. So I would just get voicemails coming through my notifications and I would call them back as soon as I could. Cause I was a one man show. So I didn't have like a call center or anything like that. So I couldn't always pick up the phone because I'd be at an appointment or, you know, something else. So, yeah. Or you would be in your site, side job or your full-time job or something like that. So you right. have systems or sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mechanism. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And it, it, looking back, I mean, I, I eventually I got Pat Live, a call center to handle the calls for me. And I started having more success doing that. Um, but getting started, it, I don't think it's a deal breaker. You don't have to do that um, necessarily. So there's a bunch of different ways to get to your goal, you know. Absolutely, man. Let me please let's uh let's the listeners here understand. Um, you started using Google to help you uh, get motivated sellers, uh, but as as someone that comes in without digital marketing experience or not even understanding how even Google operates or generating a lead, what even to do, what to do to when after you capture the lead, like. Uh, what, what can people do at this stage? Because they are clueless about it. All right. They're absolutely clueless about what, what is going on in this business manager, account manager, ad managers on Google. And uh, they really want to take advantage of this. Uh, and, and I want to understand like, what you started doing at the beginning in order to cruelly absorb this. Well, let me, let me ask you this. So you're obviously in the internet marketing space too. Do you think that people who are new to the game should be doing Facebook ads or online marketing? What's, what's your take on it? So my take is that if you're absolutely going to crush it in uh, online marketing and you're all in, if you want to take advantage of the benefits of using inbound lead generation, I definitely, you, you should do it. But I think you should find someone that can guide you properly or actually can do these things for you, especially if you have the true intentions of investing full into this type of business, because it's either time or money that you're actually putting in here, right? So time to learn it or the money to invest it in, into, into with someone. So uh, the, the beautiful part about this is that you're not gonna go and talk with cold people that are just awful to talk to, but you're gonna talk with a different type of people. So I want to understand you from the very beginning, man, uh, like this whole path of your mastering the art of ABC, uh, because now you have about what you have, like how many clients, how many people in there under your arm? Yeah, we're like 35, I think. 35, there about that. 35 yeah. people that you're crushing under campaigns. You're also uh, going working with Trevor's team on mm -hmm. understanding the best practices for online lead, gener lead generation through this website uh builder that's true that's true it's it's pretty <laughs> amazing what you can combine here yeah yeah man we we definitely like we're all in on it for sure um you know pay-per-click is an is a, it is an interesting beast you know it's an interesting beast i think i would say facebook ads is probably a similar similar dilemma man it's like I, so for our, our business, we don't, we don't work with new people often. And there's a lot of reasons for that. One, it, it's not cheap. Pay-per-click is not, is not cheap um, to get lead. The leads cost more money. And if you're brand new, 
it is really hard, you know, to get around that. Like there are some tricks that you can do, but if like you don't have money, like I do not recommend personally pay-per-click right off the bat. Um, I will say there's a caveat to that. For me, that is what I did do and it worked, right? So you have to have a certain personality type, right? And there's probably a reason you haven't heard like much about me. Like I'm not, I'm really, I, I don't consider myself like a lot of the wholesalers. Like I'm, I'm pretty introverted guy. I like sitting behind a computer. Like I like math and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I'm kind of a nerdy, nerdy dude. So for me, Google ads is a good medium for my personality. I enjoy looking at data, number crunching. Like I enjoy that kind of stuff. I think most wholesalers maybe don't enjoy that. They'd rather go out, meet people, you know, close deals, be creative, negotiate. So, you know, you can go learn pay-per-click, but it's, if you don't have the right personality type, like you, you best hire it out or don't do it for now. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but, uh, yeah, it's not for everybody. And if, if you, if you go in there and like, you just try to half-ass it, like you could lose a lot of money. I think pay-per-click is something that you really should understand. People always tell me, Oh, like if I want to like go do it and I don't really know much about it, I'm pretty hesitant to, to recommend doing it. I think it's a great channel and we can go over all the benefits of it for sure. And I think it is worth investing in, but you have to have the right personality uh, to do it. And you have to like really understand it and spend time doing it. I agree 100% uh, because it's not your traditional, oh, I'm going to just hustle hustle the crap out of this, right? I'm going to like just cold call and figure it out or SMS and figure it out or direct mail and see what happens with the direct mail. It's not the usual hustle, right? It is more of a technical oriented, analytical oriented type of hustle that you need to be putting in and put some brains into it. And also it, it costs money. So I definitely agree with you in there to PPC and I like to touch base on Facebook ads, man. But okay, so you started doing PPC when you when you were doing your wholesaling uh, your wholesaling company and you, you started your business, how how many how many deals were were you or how many good leads and and deals were you starting to get per month? Yeah, so back in like 2015, 2016, when I was doing it full time, uh, about half of my deals were coming from online marketing. So whether it's PPC or SEO, and then the other half were coming from like the direct mail, the postcards, code violation list. What I was doing at the time. Um, but I was tracking my numbers. Everyone should be tracking their numbers if they're spending money. Uh, I realized, you know, at the end of the year, like, hey, I'm getting, you know, a three-time return on my direct mail, but I'm getting like a ten-time return on my pay-per-click marketing. So eventually, uh, it was a process. But over time, my whole business ended up just being online marketing, not because I was so gung ho about it, but the numbers showed it was way more profitable for me. Um, so yeah, I ended up. Um, all my deals through, you know, 20, probably 17, 2018, 2019, all of them came uh, a mix between SEO and pay-per-click, uh, pay-per-click marketing all through my carrot site, which I got, which is a big deal as well. Um, so yeah, basically that's how I, that's how it's set up. Guys, to give you a little bit of context here, um, let's say if you were started doing pay-per-click for your wholesaling business in 2016, you would be so happy with the cost per lead and cost of acquisition that you would have during those times. I have a few, I have a few clients and actually one client that they they started their business, their wholesaling business out of pay-per-click during doing pay-per-click. Actually, they are located in Seattle. They're they're they are iwillbuyhouse.com. They're also a carrot uh, website. But they started the whole business only doing PPC. Eventually, they got into SEO, but they started so much with PPC, and they the cost per acquisition per lead 
was tremendously low as compared to what it is for local markets today. Okay, if so, if you're in that route, uh, actually Google had a like an evolution of where it got more competitive. People started to discover it more. iBuyers starting to put in big money into it. Yep. Yes, and it eventually got very expensive. Where today, um, if you go uh, do a local PPC campaign, you would find that one single lead is going to cost you. I want to say in a ballpark, the ball number around two hundred to seven hundred dollars, depending on where you are, per lead. Now, what, what, Tim? Like, what kind of leads are we getting from PPC? Like, what you said, fifty percent of your deals were coming in here. I'm pretty sure you were excited about the 10x, but, <laughs> but like, what type of people were, would come in from PPC for you to be so like, this is my thing? Yeah, for sure. So at the time, our break down the KPIs a little bit, I think we were spending about, you know, $2,000 a month, you know, around there on average. Del- Delaware is a small market. It's like a million people in the state. So spending about two grand a month, uh, I was getting about 70 to $80 a lead. Um, and closing a deal every like 25 or 30 leads. So basically closing a deal every $2,500 spent 25 leads, spending like $80 a lead. And then we'd be making about, you know, nine to $10,000 a deal. Do you think that if you had uh, a more uh, sophisticated sales skills or consultant skills, you would be closing more than that? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's a good question. I think um, I, I, yeah, at the time I was closing a deal every 20 leads, which I think actually is high. Uh, it, it it does depend on the market. I will say for our clients nationally, they're getting a deal probably every 10 or 15 leads. That so, sounds very accurate. Yeah. Um, it could very well be my sales skills. Like I'm not a great sales guy. Plus my my buyers, like my disposition strategy probably wasn't the best, but it could also be my market in Delaware. Like the leads are for some reason cheaper. Like I'm still getting a 70 to $80 leads and most other markets are two to, like you said, two to $500 leads. Um, so the leads are cheaper. Maybe that's why they're less quality. I I don't know, um, but that's kind of still where where we are, to be honest. Uh, you're in San Diego, way, so. you, and you're still trying to do deals in Delaware. Yeah, I don't do deals in San Diego, man. It's too rich for my blood out here. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's completely a different market, right? So you really have to understand your market. Like every market is different. Like if you're listening here and you're in like New York City or San Diego or San Francisco, like you, the market matters that you're in. It's going to matter what your cost per lead is going to be. Like you can't hustle your way out of like getting cheap leads through pay-per-click if you're in an expensive market like it's just not going to happen um so i got i was just lucky in my market in delaware ends up being affordable i could get a deal with on average with two grand spend in san diego there's no way it's going to be probably 10 grand you're going to make more money per deal but if you're getting started and you don't have the money up front to be able to do that if you don't have 10 grand to spend you're never going to you're going to run out of money before you even get your first deal right so um it's if, if, if you're in a very expensive market, you know, it's it's going to be a different kind of challenge for you. So, yeah, I'm still doing all my deals in Delaware still virtually. My business is all passive. Tim, Tim. So how many like roughly with your 35 people that you have under your wing, uh, like roughly what's the average deal size that people are doing from pay-per-click? Yeah, man, I, I don't have a good answer for that. I, I, again, I think it really depends on the market and what they're doing with it. So like people who are flipping you know, they're going to be making 50 to 70 grand, probably a deal. Like I have a guy in New Jersey, you know, he's spending probably five grand a month. He only gets a handful of deals, to be honest, but they're, he's making 60 grand a deal. So it's ends up being super profitable for him. Um, but then we have some guys who just wholesale in, you know, rural Georgia, 
or something, uh, or suburb suburbs of Georgia, and they're doing seven grand deals, right? Um, so it really depends. For me, the the better rule of thumb is like, you know, if you're doing it right, you should be making three to four times on your money, regardless of what market you're in. If you have the money to weather the ups and downs, and you can afford the market, you should be making three to four times on your money. Three x, four x on our on our eye. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you're in like California and you're spending ten to make forty, or you're in Delaware and you're spending two to make ten. Like you're still like it shouldn't it should the ratio should be that way so yeah so look man there there's so many uh, real estate investors and wholesalers under your wing your wing that per month if you were to make a rough estimate uh, you're helping people make a good amount of money per <laughs> month like if you were yeah. to combine this man um, the just that fulfillment of uh, helping real estate investors wholesalers to do that right now. Now, just just tell me, man. Look, you started doing this wholesaling. You started uh, actually getting deals done, and you're starting, of course, uh, understanding that this was very profitable, and this was something that absolutely anyone can do to take advantage of their real estate investing side, their wholesaling game and marketing. Uh, but you also tell me that you don't recommend it for beginners. So, at what mm-hmm. stage? At what stage? At what phase? Are you recommending people to jump into the PPC game? Yeah, man, that's a that's a great question. I, I think um, whenever we talk to anybody, we we create a marketing plan with them. So based on like their market that I was just going over, based on their goals, their budget, uh, you really should have a plan going into pay per click before you spend a dime on on what you were willing to spend, what your um, risk tolerance is, right? So. Um, the reason I I don't think it's great for newbies because they have a very low risk tolerance. They they only have five grand to spend, and if they don't get a deal, they're done. Um, I would say, look, let's say you're in um, let's say you're in San Diego, okay, and you say, okay, I want to get started in pay per click. I say, okay, great. Well, in this market, we probably would would expect a deal to cost ten grand. So um, not only do you need ten grand, but you need more than that because that's an average. So you probably need. 20 to 30 grand really that you should be willing to invest before you get a deal. And if you don't have that kind of money, don't, don't even start versus someone in Georgia, maybe, uh, you know, it's, it's, it costs them, you know, three grand a deal. Okay. Well, you should probably have six to $9,000 to invest over, you know, three to six month period. And if you can't afford that, you should not be doing pay-per-click at all. Um, that's our approach and how we, how we qualify and disqualify people from, from working with us. We turned down a lot of people, uh, because of that. Absolutely makes sense. You know, one of the things that I actually do is because I'm able to take advantage of Facebook advertising. Uh, we actually work on faces. Facebook advertising is much cheaper and you actually have more volume for the amount right. of money uh, than on Google ads. And of course, some markets are still extremely hard and extremely expensive, like you would say, for example, San Diego. But uh, we work on faces where we actually get them uh, get them on the door for for them to get leads. Practice on getting leads. Uh, make sure that we have a strategized plan. Look, if you're actually doing online advertising, you should be able to consider having a broader geographical location just to take advantage of what Google and Facebook loves, which is showing it to more a broader audience. Right? Mm-hmm. They love it. Therefore, the cost per lead and cost per acquisition will decrease it. Well, let's say you have those type of skills and let's say you are going for it. You can disposition that way. Then consider uh, PPC and Facebook ads something that should be in your arsenal. 
if you can only do local, then you have to make sure that the consequences of only doing local for online marketing is that your cost is going to be definitely higher. Right. And Facebook ads, for example, in a lot of markets, uh, it allows you to gain momentum. It allows you to get uh, leads at a cheaper cost. And then on a later phase, you can either replace it with Google or add Google to the, to, to the, to the actual uh, online marketing arsenal and distribute that budget to make it that way, make more sense for what you have. Uh, but this is, this is the way that we view it. Now, man, let's go back to you helping zero to 35 people do probably well over multiple six figures per month combined. I want to understand, man, how did you start doing online marketing for yourself? And you moved to helping uh, 35 real estate investors and wholesalers. And at the same time, uh, being in one of the best teams uh, for real estate investing online marketing, which is Trevor at Carrot. Tell yeah, me. Yeah. I wanna I wanna know that. Sorry. All right, man. Yeah, let's 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 get into it. So probably around 2018. So 2018 was our best year uh for our wholesaling business, right? I was online marketing is great. Like it can give you a, a good lifestyle. Um, like the leads are very high quality. I didn't, I wasn't, you know, grinding four hours a day on the phone. Like that's not for me. I'm never gonna do that. So I was making, you know probably netting 60 to 80 grand a year or something like that, which is like modest, you know, I'm not like crushing it here, but I was making enough to live off of, especially in Delaware, it's cheap to live there. And I'm probably working 15 hours a week. That was my goal. I just wanted to do what I want when I wanted. And I tell you, how, how old were you at that time? Um, I was, so that was three years ago. I was 26, 27, I guess at the time. Very young. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So but I'll tell you that was that year I was the most unhappy I've ever been in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, I, and it was like, a, it was a big like mind fuck for me to be honest, excuse my language there. But like I, I achieved what I wanted to in my goals and I was completely miserable. Like what I wanted didn't bring me any happiness. And that was, you know, I got pretty depressed that year and, and I, I kind of had to take a step back and, and internally think about why that was. Um, and there's a few reasons. So, one, the business is lonely for me. I was like doing everything by myself. I like sitting behind a computer, but like when I'm the only one doing it and, you know, Delaware is not a, like a super entrepreneurial space. So there wasn't like a ton of people. Most of my friends worked nine to five. So I was, I was pretty, pretty lonely. Um, and then like the income was good, but it's also, it's pretty inconsistent, you know? Um, and I'm, I don't, you know, tend to hide that it, it pay-per-click it's inbound marketing. The nature of it, you don't know when someone's going to reach out. The income is going to be inconsistent unless you're doing a crazy high volume. Um, so the wholesaling business model, which the gurus don't really tell you about that much, like it can be up and down. Um, and me, like I'm kind of an anxious person. Like it was very stressful for me. Like I would go a couple months without closing a deal and then I'd have a great month and that'd be great. And then the next month I wouldn't. And it was, at the end of the year, it ended up being okay, but it still it was very stressful for me. So uh, I took a step back and then I thought, okay, well, what what kind of business do I want to serve my, my lifestyle now and, and what I really need as a, as a person. Um, and I knew I needed, like I needed a team, I needed people to work with. So that's one reason why I, I went out to Kara camp. I dropped a few grand to go once and it was a great culture fit. And I was like, Hey, maybe I can work for these guys on the side. 
I can have a team I work with. So that's really why I started working there, to be honest. You know, all the learning. What, what was this carrot camp that you actually went to? Yeah, Carrot Camp is Carrot hosts an event. They actually just had one last week. I was just out there. I met some cool people, but they have them a couple times a year. Um, they fly out to Carrot headquarters in Oregon. Um, and I went to the very first one. It was three grand, which you know is not an insignificant amount of money. Um, so I, I I went out there um, just because I love the company and I was using Carrot and I was a big fan of their systems. They helped me make a lot of money. Um, so I just went out there on a whim, um, and then I ended up meeting the team and loving loving it. Um, and then kind of that started the conversations of like, Hey, maybe I could, I could help out here. Um, so that's really how I got my foot, foot in the door is cause I met the CEO. Right. So, um, yeah. Did you up, have, do you have your first, uh, uh, hamster lab, uh, your guinea pig ready, or you already <laughs> had clients, uh, in the door? No, no, I, I, I didn't. I, um, so there's two things, right? So I yeah, started working with Carrot and then I launched my agency, right? So I have three things I'm doing now. I still do my wholesaling business. I work for Carrot and I have my agency. So a little busy these days. But um, so that, that's one reason I decided, okay, well, I, I need to, you know, have more a team I work with. So, okay, Carrot can do that for me. The It also helped with some um, stability income-wise, right? Because I'm getting, a, you know, a paid salary there, not commissioned. Um, and then I remember I was going out to... Uh, lunch with one of my old mentors um, and we were drinking wine and I was getting like pretty drunk. And then we were having like conversations about, Hey, you know, like, what am I actually good at? And in my business, what I'm really good at is, is the online marketing. That's really what has made me money. It's not my sales skills. It's not my brand. You know, it's, 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 it's my Google account. So, you know, why not? And then basically he was like, Hey, why don't you run some ads for me? Okay. Okay, great. Sure. Um, so I did that. And then, Basically, I said, "Hey, look, the, this this business model of of an agency can actually provide me um, what I want as well, which is like consistent income. I can charge a monthly fee, and I'm good at it. Uh, I understand my clients because I am our clients, right? I I'm a real estate investor who needs pay per click. I use it for my own business, so it made sense for me. So, kind of grew from there, and I just really enjoy the business. I enjoy the business model, so I." I really am very focused on that now in my wholesaling business. I got a partner. I don't even do anything with. I run the ads and uh, and that's it. So uh, yeah, man, that's how I, how I got into it. Now I'm just trying to grow the business and get my name out there, but I'm, I'm introverted. So it's, <laughs> it's a little tricky for me here. Yeah. yeah one time I had a, ch a chat with my, Mike Cowper. Maybe a lot of people uh, know of him. He's a partner of Don Costa. Uh, and it was in Michigan. And uh, we went grab a drink. Uh, he he was explaining to me how he had his call center, his call calling delegated to an agency. He was doing PPC in um, in the suburbs of Detroit. He was doing great. He's also doing his coaching program. He would flip home properties, try to live, and his thing was sales. He's he's a really good in sales. And I was actually talking about him. He's also a coach. So if you want to go and check him out, Don Costa and Mike Cowper, he told me, man, why do you want to go to wholesaling? I was in that transition at that time and trying, trying to think like, should I go to wholesaling? Should I do the online marketing agency? Which one, which one should I do? What's my forte? What, what's really what I should be pursuing? Both are extremely difficult. Both are, it require a tons amount of work and yep. sacrifice, dedication. Uh, but I, I had a gift on, on mixing my online marketing skills 
and and everything online marketing and already was making money. I at the time I remember talking speaking with Mike Cowper and I I asked him, should I continue with my wholesaling and real estate investing business? Should should I continue doing that? And at the time I was like, I remember I was making like 17, 20K a month on my agency, which is not bad. Like someone that is like 20, 20, 26 years old and and I'll take uh, that deal. 20, yeah, 27. I'll I'll do that. But and he said, look, man, what are you doing? You you're you're absolutely crushing it. You know how many people give up and don't make it and just quit into wholesaling and how stressful it is to even make one single deal? So many people. You know how how hard it is to have a consistent amount of deals uh, having? And this is not for the listeners to actually like to, to just drop it everything that you're doing and just like move to agency or do something else. No, no, it, it's all about It's all about consistency. This this lesson is about consistency. So you were consistent in what you were good at, which is Google advertising and actually getting that Google Ads PPC to work. And Mike Cowper also told me, man, go and keep being consistent. You're going to keep crushing it. You're going to keep elevating yourself in this space because wholesaling is also hard. You could probably make it too, but wholesaling takes the same amount of work or more And it also is like an up and down roller coaster. So if you're actually listening, like if you guys, first of all, uh, tired of everything that's going on with wholesaling business and you can't structure, get deals going, don't get discouraged. Don't have, you don't have to go into other routes. Keep going. You're going to, you're going to make that happen. Uh, however, uh, Tim did find his inner genius to help him make decisions. And, uh, and, and the inner genius was PPC. And uh, as, a, as a matter of fact, if you are an experienced real estate investor that is closing deals, can close deals everywhere, anywhere in the US, and, and actually, even if you're just local market, you have to take a look at PPC, pay-per-click. Pay-per-click, let's explain people what are the benefits of PPC. What is the journey of a lead uh, seller when when they come from the PPC channel. Let's talk about what type of leads, what type of people you're going to be talking to. So Tim, I'm going to pass this to you. You are one of the experts here. Let's make sure, sure people understand the benefits of doing online marketing with PPC. So I'll sum it up really easy. Pay-per-click leads are the best leads you're going to get like of any marketing channel, right? But SEO as well. Pay-per-click and SEO. Apart from referrals. <laughs> okay, yes. okay, fair enough. It paid paid marketing, right? Paid marketing, so fair enough. Referrals are the best. And the reason is this. So the journey of a motivated seller online, right? They're, let's say they inherited a property. They'll go online to Google and they'll type in how to sell an inherited property or sell my home fast or cash for houses or we buy houses or a keyword like, like that. Um, then you, you have an ad, right? They'll click on the little ad section in Google. They'll go to your website. They'll read all about you. Um, if your website's good, which it should be, and this is something Carrot preaches a lot, is make sure your website uh, helps you become very credible. So you have a lot of good reviews, um, differentiate yourself, get a brand on there. And then they're going to read through your website. They'll fill out the form and uh, you know, you'll get an email of the form. You call them up. Really, you should call them up right away. Uh, within five minutes or so, because they could very well be looking at five other competitors' websites as well, right? But um, you call them up, and then they already know about you, to be honest, because they've already read your website. So in a way, they 
I've talked to people where they've already decided they wanted to work with me before I've ever talked to them because my website was so, you know, had so many good reviews and stuff on there. So, um, yeah, the, there's because they're looking for you, they're very motivated. They're usually at that point where they're ready to make a decision now. Um, so when you get a lead in, oftentimes they're like ready to go. So you call them up so, and then so their motivation cycle, their motivation stage is like at that very end part of the motivation where it's like I'm here, like tr in trouble, like really bad. They're like there in that end of sp stage. Now, right. uh, compared to Facebook ads, Facebook ads would have either an initial stage of motivation where they could want they do want to sell it, but they don't have to sell it right now. Or you can also get people that are in that stage too, where they need to sell because they've been searching and targeted by Facebook ads. So, but PPC, you have people that have an intention of typing, getting into that search bar, whether it's a phone, the, whether that's a laptop or the phone, the mobile, and typing these keywords. And uh, you're they're in that that stage of like, I need to get out of this situation or I need some help. Let's 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 talk about something, guys, in stats. So about right now, 97% of people, I want to say 93, 97%, they usually now start to look for help online or for help at all, they'll start looking for help on Google. Yep. They start using the search bar to find a solution, some sort of help, whether that's a done do-it-yourself help whether that's like some sort of blog article, whether that's a, a video that, that Google shows, whatever that is, they're looking for a solution and they go online. They don't go to libraries anymore. They either go online. They can also go onto Facebook and ask their friends that can, you know, that, things like that. But uh, they usually would use the search bar as well. All right. They would just go online. And I want to say that uh, uh, 74 of people, 74% of people they would usually would find a solution online and would also work with the first person that will have a conversation with and that they like. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. I, I want to say those are the stats. So PPC is huge because you can find the stat leads that are so hard to find from a cold call or mm -hmm. SMS or even just uh, RVMs or just uh, even, even, even um, uh, direct mail. All right. So these are huge things you guys you, you gotta know all right so here tim i want you to please break people's brain for five minutes we have five minutes for you to screw people's brain brain and i want you to talk technical technicality all right okay i want you to give spill your beans and secrets on how to make a campaign work if someone wants to get into a campaign, getting to run a campaign on Google PPC, what to do, what they have to do, and the true keywords that are going to give them the, 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 the work done and get things going, what do they have to do? I know it's a lot to take in five minutes, but let's break people's brain so that they, the people that are technical and listening to this, they kind of understand this. Uh, for the non-technical, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah uh, i'm just gonna go i'll go rapid fire through it and then you people could just like listen to it over and over again to like take notes on it so um okay first thing mistake i see people do is they make smart campaigns like when you set up a google campaign the initial um like default is a smart campaign don't do that do a, you have to set up a manual campaign smart campaigns are google's way of taking control of your wallet we don't want to do that so set up a manual campaign um i'm going to use terms here that if you don't understand the terms, you have to go Google them. So um, 
ad groups, right? Ad groups are how you, um, your, your way of bunching uh, your ads and your keywords together. So uh, what you want to do is you want to focus the way we have our a structure of our templates. Um, there's, uh, I would say, three main keywords to start with. You want to keep it simple. There's cash for houses, there's we buy houses, and there's sell house fast. Um, I would use the phrase match with all those, which is um, basically, not to go too deep into match types here, but but Google can, uh, you can do very broad targeting or very specific targeting. Phrase match is like a good balance in the middle. So anyone that types in we buy ugly houses, we buy houses with pet stains or whatever, like when you say we buy houses, it covers all of those keywords. It's cash for houses, cash for my home, you know, cash house buyers, like these things are covered in this keyword. So anyway, three main keywords, you make one ad group for we buy houses, one ad group for cash for houses, one ad group for, you know, sell house fast. Um, and then the ad copy in, you, sh you should have, you know, three ads in there. One should be a responsive search ad, which basically is your, your, you put like a dozen headlines and Google mix and matches the way their algorithm thinks is the best way to do it. And they'll decide what the best um, blend is to get the most clicks. Um, so yeah, basically you, you need to have in your ad copy, local ad copy, right? Um, so let's say you're in, I'll use San Diego again. Don't just say we buy houses for the we buy houses keyword. Say we buy San Diego houses or we buy SoCal houses or we buy California houses. Um, that's also a good way in certain markets to disqualify people because sometimes people have houses in a different state that you're not going to work with. So say, hey, we buy houses in this city. If you're selling a home in Jamaica, I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. Don't waste money and click on my ad. Um, so local is always better. Your website should be local. Get a carrot website. It's very easy to do, um, you know, $100 a month or something like that. And um, connect it there, put your logo up, get some reviews, make people know that you're local. Um, okay. And then you have your ad group set up, making sure you have your uh, settings in Google Ads to be, don't use the recommended setting of Google. Like if someone may be interested in this area, um, don't do that. Someone should be, if you go into location and you go to settings, there's basically... Do you want people, if you're targeting people in your city in San Diego, do you want people in San Diego or do you want people who could potentially be in San Diego? No, Google, we don't. Google, that's another way of Google saying, hey, can I take more of your money without you getting anything returned? We don't want to do that. So make sure your settings are right. Um, that's the most important one. Get your ad copy, get, get your um, conversion tracking set up. That's kind of 101. There's a piece of code you put on the back end of your site to make sure when you get a lead in, Google knows you get a lead in. So then for when you're looking at your ads, you say, oh, this keyword actually is bringing me leads. Let me put more money into it um, versus versus not. So, I mean, that's a simple structure that you can use right away to get going. Three main keywords, you know, three ads, you're going to have nine ads in total, three per each, each keyword. Um, local ad copy, drive them to your website. Uh, your bidding, there's strategies, there's different way to do bidding strategies. There's uh, manual bidding, which you control the exact bid on keywords because it's an auction-based system. So you have to decide how much you're willing to bid for a keyword. And there's automated bidding, which Google is, again, their algorithm, they're in control. Which they one decide. do you choose? Which one do you choose right now? That one is, I'm testing, I used to just do manual all the time where we have complete control because I don't trust Google. I don't, anything the reps say, anything they tell you is in their best interest, not yours. Like they... Honestly, they're they're either hey, don't be evil, but the the reps are evil, so I don't listen to them. Um, but uh, but we've been testing out the automated um, conversion because Google's algorithms have gotten a lot better. It used to be garbage, but actually we've seen some success. We see mixed results using it. 
Um, so you can do, like, if you don't know how to do the bidding, I would just set the max conversion setting. Uh, basically, Google's going to try to maximize the amount of leads you're getting with the budget uh, that you set. Um, so, but I, I still use manual for a lot of campaigns. So there's, honestly, there, I don't have a 100% which one is better. We're currently testing it. Yes. Awesome. So this yeah. is a, a good amount of spitfire, man. Like you're a spit, you know, just spilling beans right there, man. Like that's awesome. Like I, I want to make sure that when people actually try to try to uh, find out more, they can ask people like you, or they can actually rely on people like you. How can people actually find you if they were to find out definitely more? How how can people actually talk talk to you, find you? How do they find you? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, we have a website, you know, pretty pretty standard. It's wholesalingppc.com. I'm a wholesaler. I do PPC. Makes sense. Wholesalingppc.com. Uh, the, the good thing is you can hop on a call with us, uh, me and my partner, Tyler. Uh, you know, even if pay-per-click isn't right for you, we'll, we'll have a plan for you, basically, where we can say, hey, look, if you were going to do pay-per-click, here's the budget you should have. Here's what your business plan should be. Um, and that way, at least you'll know, like, hey, in the future, maybe it will be, or if you want to hire someone else or whatever, at least you have a good plan in place because we can help analyze your business and, and your market that you're in, uh, for sure. Um, always happy to chat, chat about pay-per-click, man. It's not for everyone. And there's phases, phases and there's strategies and people, uh, digital marketers that are uh, doing this 100% can give you, you can get the free stuff and actually free consultation and, and learn a lot from just one phone call. So at least do that. Uh, you can definitely talk about that. And um, so, Tim, any social media or nothing, like something that can follow you? Are you active in social or not? Um, I'm getting there. I mean, um, I'm on YouTube. Like, you can find us, the Wholesaling PPC on YouTube. Um, I launch a podcast of, of my own, actually. Uh, pretty new. It's called REI Uncovered. It's actually not about pay-per-click at all. Um, it's about, like, I just think in, in the industry, there's... You know, like I was a lot of gurus out there maybe saying misleading things. So I try to keep it real about like people who are successful, but who have also failed. Like there is definitely a turnover in this business and I want to be more honest about what's going on. So yeah. I have a podcast that basically is uh, me rambling and I have guests on there and stuff. Um, <laughs> so those are the main what's two ways. What's podcast? Yeah, it's REI Uncovered. REI Uncovered. You can find it everywhere that podcasts are available. <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> all right thank you so much uh tim uh, i was awesome having you here uh people that are working with Kara, trevor and um of course um people that are knowing how to master ppc whole in for wholesaling real estate investors so thank you so much for this episode of the online hustlers podcast and just subscribe hit the share button just share you guys need to share this that's everything i'm asking you share this there's no monetization, no money making done here from ads. Uh, and uh, just share this to people that you find valuable. Uh, subscribe and download this uh, podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe also to YouTube and all social media. And uh, let, make sure that we talk about something great next time because I have awesome things coming up. All right. Thanks so much, Tim, for being in this uh, podcast episode series of uh, Online Hustlers REI Marketing on Conversion. Thanks, Esteban. Appreciate it, man. It's great. Hey, man. Thank you so much. Hey,